0: netcasts you love
1: from people you trust
0: this is twit audio bandwidth for net at night is provided by winamp for android the ultimate media player for your desktop and android device featuring wireless sync download it free at winamp.com android video bandwidth for net at night is provided by cashfly at C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com. It's time for Net at Night with Amber MacArthur and Leo Laporte. This is episode 191, recorded March 1st, 2011. On board. Net at Night is brought to you by Squarespace.com, a fast and easy way to publish a high-quality website or blog. For a free 14-day trial, go to Squarespace.com slash Night. And by Audible.com. To download a free audiobook of your choice, go to Audible.com slash night. It's time for Net at Night from Petaluma, California, US of A. I'm Leo Laporte.
2: And I'm Amber McArthur from <laughs> Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Hello,
0: Amberlicious. How are you?
2: Good. How are you doing, Leo? I'm very well. Very um, good.
0: Yep. Yep. Did you watch the Oscars last night? I mean, uh, I Sunday night? I
2: sure did. Uh, um... It was a a sad few hours.
0: (laughs) I'm curious because it's an American thing. Don't you have your own like Juno Awards or something in Canada?
2: Yeah, but it doesn't quite stack up, Leo. It's not not the same. Uh, not the same. So most Canadians watch the Oscars as well. And, um, you know, more than anything, I was excited watching them just by watching the commentary on Twitter, which was probably the most fascinating uh, portion of the evening in my opinion.
0: Twitter, Twitter went crazy. I think uh, I saw on Mashable some statistics. Uh, it was, uh, but interesting, not as big on Twitter as, say, the Grammys. And the theory is, well, there are a lot of musical artists on Twitter, so their fans, you know, the Gaga Bieber crowd, uh, is much more likely uh, to tweet than the Oscar crowd. Because, I mean, James Franco's on Twitter, but, you know, a lot of movie stars don't use Twitter.
2: Yeah, I know. I think you're exactly right. And, and also with the Grammys, I mean, the show itself is just more engaging, I think. And um, Well, this they're...
0: year, God, the the Oscars were terrible this year.
2: You know, I felt it as though it was painful to really watch them, to be honest with you. Uh, it, from the moment it started, I just had this sinking feeling that the entire show was going to be so boring. And anytime Billy Crystal got on stage or anyone else, like even Robert Downey Jr., you know, you just felt like, please stay hey, up there. Don't, leave. Don't uh, that's, leave. That's that's
0: what um, uh, Roger Ebert said. He said uh, uh, Billy Crystal comes on stage and gets the first la- two hours in and gets the first laugh of the evening. I felt for Anne Hathaway. I thought she looked beautiful. I thought she was great, she sings. I couldn't believe how well she sings, but she it was an uphill battle for him to cause her, because she was carrying uh, the weight of James Franco. And I think the problem is, I think YouTube is squarely to blame for all this. Watch how I cleverly turn this back to tonight at night.
2: Oh, I love it. Um, you know, that is possible. And I totally agree that uh, she was carrying the weight. I-, I felt when I was watching them together, it was kind of like uh, I was thinking back to my high school graduation and it felt a little bit like the yeah, award dude. show where nothing was going yeah. right. And there was like the goofy stone guy who was sort of standing there and not really paying attention. And then the other girl trying to hold it together. It just felt so amateurish. It was a huge disappointment I- all around. I, I
0: think what I-, what I saw was a, uh, a focus group. Uh, that uh, the, either ABC or the Academy or both said, Oh, we're not getting the youth crowd. They're all watching YouTube. So, what can we do? Oh, we'll bring in young presenters. We'll mm. put auto tune. You know, we'll try to do. I mean, they had that stupid, horrible auto tune segment where Ron and Hermione are singing about their little ball. Horrible. And then the they brought.
2: The worst auto tune ever, probably. The worst.
0: I mean, they t- it's like somebody with a tin ear said, Well, if the kids love auto tune, okay, good. We'll do that. And then they brought in the, you know, the, the kids from the school at the end, the also YouTube stars. I mean, it was very clearly a, a bogus attempt from a bunch of old farts to appeal to a youth audience and thereby appealing to no one.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. And I think it reminds me a little bit of what mainstream, especially the news media, tries to do as far as integrating social media and the internet into their broadcast, where it's kind of a, it's sort of a weak attempt. You know, they don't jump into it 100%. They just try to splatter little bits of technology here and there, and it yeah. just never really fits. And it doesn't feel authentic or real right. in any way. You know, you have James Franco coming out on stage with a uh, smartphone in hand. Uh, Justin Timberlake kind of mentions apps. And then, the like you said, the auto-tune. Justin the Timberlake said per- something about apps? What did he Yeah, I guess he, um, I read this in a New York Times article where he uh, mentioned, oh, I bet there's an app for that at some point in his presentation. Uh, So there were lots of little mentions here and there to try to engage the younger audience. But if just, and I shouldn't say younger, I should say more web savvy audience, but it felt forced to me. And I felt like, I felt like I wanted a Twitter stream up on the television at the same (laughs) time to show these guys, do you know what the social media world is truly saying right now? Because if you did you would stop all this nonsense. <laughs>
0: Did they was it was Twitter was Twitter mean? I think they were pretty mean. I know Roger Ebert was was devastating about the whole thing.
2: Yeah, it was pretty mean. You know what there was a point actually. I was watching some of it and I felt like it even got too mean for for me. It just, you know, people were just on the attack because that's so easy to do. However, you know in my mind, Leo, this is a live broadcast. This is a perfect opportunity to address the comments on Twitter. Like, I just wonder if you had sort right. of a John Stewart out there who said, "Hey, I know all of you on Twitter. You're not loving the content, so maybe we'll switch things up a little bit." I mean, that's the mismatch for me. Why didn't that something like that happen?
0: Because they're terrified of that.
2: They're terrified of <laughs> they acknowledging want that that exists, They want the one-way communication, they, right? They, a block-
0: they, they're pretending. They're interest. pretending,
2: yeah. but if someone was actually watching it and listening it, it would have been a perfect opportunity to engage that audience instead of just letting people sit there and be so vocal and so hateful about all of the, you know, the not all the presenters, but many of the presenters and the content, especially with the hosts.
0: Thirty six point four million tweets during uh, the Academy Award. That's fewer than the Super Bowl uh, by a couple of million. Of course, the more people watch the Super Bowl than watch the Oscars. Um it's interesting what the peaks were. Twitter push put all this uh, stuff out on their on their Twitter blog. Um the, the the uh there there you know you can kind of when when you see these peaks, James Franco walking out at the beginning saying I'm tweeting this, that must make that must make Ev and Biz feel good.
2: Oh, I'm sure it I does. Mean, you
0: know, he's I'm tweeting this. Um but still I don't know. Here's the Here's the uh Oscars hashtag you can on the on the Twitter blog media.twitter.com you could see the peaks and valleys um I don't know. It's is this is I think this was a failed event and you're right. I think there could have been they could have, I don't know seems like they, they
2: could it could have been so much more, I mean it could have been so much more it, it could have been so much more, but you Maybe know what?
0: Watson will be on next year and host it
2: <laughs> yeah, that would you know what I almost feel as though anyone would have been better, although I do agree Anne Hathaway <laughs> she was great um, she was I love by her. herself she yeah. was much better and yeah. she just looked beautiful. she was just
0: carrying James, and that was the problem
2: yeah that and was I, a- I love
0: him i you know, and he's a smart guy, he's, you know, but I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened um, uh, no, no. real important. real quickly coming up uh, our guest, Leia Culver, you may remember her from Pounce.
2: Yeah, I I believe that we had her on the show talking about Pounce uh, many moons ago, and she's going to join us again today to talk about a new service that she has launched online with a couple other people called Convor, and this fits in the group messaging category. It's Ah. really an exploding category right now, although I almost have flashbacks to the late 1990s with like ICQ and stuff.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, is it it more like chat than it is? We'll find out about it.
2: Yeah, definitely. I've experimented, been experimenting a little bit with it, so I think it'll be a fun chat to see where uh, she's going with all this. And uh, also should mention um, that uh, Beluga, which is a competitor in this space, it was started by a couple of ex-Google employees. And they just announced that uh, Facebook has acquired them.
0: What is Beluga? It's, a, it's mess- group messaging?
2: It's group messaging, so it's wow. a similar thing to Convo, um, although I would argue the experience isn't as good. However, from the article I just read, it seems as though Facebook wanted the uh, the talent more than anything, more, maybe even more than the technology, because the uh, the creators are, are so uh, technically savvy.: I think
0: that's what's happened with Facebook's acquisitions all along is they haven't actually um, it's always been for the people, not the uh, not not the content, not the not the site or anything like that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I logged into both of them at the same time, uh, Convo and Beluga, and I mean, the Convo experience is just ten times better, at least from a you know a new user standpoint.
0: Well, and Text Plus, the, the Goji, the company that uh, um, does Text Plus, which is another group messaging for iOS, and uh, I think it's also on uh, Android. Just raised a ton of money, um, as well. And
2: group Group you know, Me is another one too. I yeah, think.
0: It's really, it's, but I guess it, I guess it's the hot. It's the flavor of the month.
2: Yeah, it's the flavor of the month. So it uh, be fun to get inside Leah's head and figure out... To, $15 million the
0: C round for Goji and uh, social messaging. So there's a ton of... Uh, wow. Is, is, I wonder, did do the, do the venture capitalists get together and decide this is the hot... This is the flavor this week? I mean, or is it group... It's got to be groupthink.
2: It must be. I mean, I kind of have this underwhelming feeling when I visit some of the sites in the sense that I just... It, there's nothing totally new there right. it doesn't feel brand new to me but i maybe i'm missing something well let's um, find out
0: we're going to talk to later yeah, she we'll could tell talk us why convor convore is going to be the site
2: and it's slick you know convor the the whole user experience is really nice and designed really well just like pounce was actually
0: yeah yeah well she's good so here's a bunch of uh, i could join some groups There's hacker news i'll join that group and uh Join a tech group and uh,
2: there's a Twit group too, Leo.
0: I'm already in the t- the Twit group, Django community. I know. Uh, I bet this is in Django. I know. Uh, Leah is a big Django fan. We'll we'll talk about that. Oh, South by Southwest. Are You going to South by this year?
2: You know what's really funny? I'm speaking at an event in Austin. I believe it's March 16th or 17th. What? Literally like the day or a day or two after it ends. Go early. <laughs> i know i would like to but i have too much stuff to do here and then i'm going straight to another event afterwards it's just it's Uh, that's awful i know it's too bad are you gonna be there oh yeah
0: we're broadcasting live we've got a a a venue momos uh, which is a great little club we will be there sunday the 12th i'm sorry the 13th uh i'll be doing the tech guy show at one o'clock uh we'll be doing tnt at uh, three o'clock or four o'clock uh twit will be there 5 p.m and then we're having a meetup at 7 p.m after twit wow so if you're in austin for south by momos it's free i think there's room for about 500 people we'll have to you know if if we get more than that i don't know if we will but if we get more than that we'll have to uh, send people away so get there early if you can and uh we'll also be covering this live on the air so you can watch you don't have to go down to momos and we'll do a a party coverage on uh, saturday night and sunday night as well as the uh, live events, so we, yeah, we, it's going to be fun. I, I like South by Southwest.
2: Oh, you know what? I think if there's one conference that I would go to, it would be South by Southwest. Yeah, it just seems West. like it's the yeah, it's the, one of the best. But Leo, I, I believe that you broke some type of record last year. Last year,
0: I was awarded. I have somewhere the badge or the patch. It's lost in the junk behind me, but I have <laughs> for uh, for the longest continue. Well, I think no one will ever challenges the longest continuous live stream body surf. So you can't just wow. body surf for a while and you can't just live stream it. You have to do both.
2: At the same time. At the same
0: time. So nobody's ever going to beat me on that one.
2: <laughs> you could beat your own record though, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, think, no. <laughs> you know,
0: I'm going to be, uh, Lisa Betney's going to be covering with me and Tom and Sarah are going to be together. And Lisa and I are going to go to the Dignation event at Stubbs again this year. Oh, fun. Which is where I crowd surfed last time. And I told Lisa, this time, when they, if they start chanting, You're going.
2: Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> not me. That could You're get going. Yeah, well, actually, I didn't
0: think about that. You're right. That might not be a good idea.
2: Maybe not. Maybe, no. you know.
0: No. I enjoyed Maybe the groping, but not everyone would, I think.
2: Not everyone no. would. Have you guys started your new show yet? I think you did sort of a run-through. We did. Through we did, and, and
0: uh, we, uh, it's called Mostly Photo with Mostly Lisa and me. Trey Ratcliffe was in our first episode. We've put it on YouTube, but we will start a feed very soon. It's kind of in beta test. You know, we're workshopping it, as the kids say, and... Um, Uh, I think we're going to do our next episode tomorrow, Wednesday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern at live.twit.tv. So, uh, yeah, it's fun. I mean, I love talking about, you know me, I love talking about photography.
2: Oh, yeah, it's so much fun. I mean, and Lisa, I always check out all of the photos that she posts on her Facebook page. She she is is, a
0: good photographer.
2: She is so talented. So uh, it'll be a really fun show. And she's a Canadian girl. So that's always good, Leo.
0: We always like that. (laughs)
2: Um, I should also mention something about South by Southwest since I have it in the headlines. Uh, if you remember a site I mentioned a while ago, I think it was our pick of the week called lanyard. Oh yeah. I didn't remember that. It's kind of neat. It's a conference site that allows you to find out what other conferences your friends are going to or speaking at. And they've launched a a really interesting guide to South by Southwest, the interactive side. So you can find out what events your your contacts are going to and they'll also email you coverage from different sessions that you've missed. Um, So uh, I was always impressed with this site. It's a pretty simple idea, but you just sign up with Twitter and uh, get all this information. Uh, But a good way if you are going to South by Southwest to uh, stay on top of uh, where is hanging
0: out. I also use PlanCast. I think these are both competitors. So PlanCast does kind of
2: the same it's the thing? the same just-
0: thing, yeah. PlanCast.com. You put your events that you're going to uh, be going to um, and uh, of course... Oh, look, I'm a featured user, as is Scoble. <laughs> and uh, of course you are. Yeah, well, of course I am. Why wouldn't I be? And then... <laughs> Except I never. I I only use it for events like this, you know. That's what. That's what for me. This is uh, is all about is these kinds of events. So between this and lanyard, I should know what all my friends are up to.
2: Yes, you should.
0: Uh, That's good. And these are all the speakers. So I see Kevin Pollock's going to be speaking. Scott Monty of Ford is going to be. So if you want to see, you know, Scott Monty or John Gruber or Gary Vaynerchuk, you just you you can follow them, and then you'll know. See now, I am following him, and uh, and I should should I attend his seminar on monday on the thank you economy i should absolutely let me plan sure. to attend that actually i'll have left by then unfortunately are you
2: just going for a one just night the now? weekend
0: we're going for saturday oh, and okay. sunday yeah because i have to get back i have to i have this i don't know this show to do or something <laughs> let's see kevin pollack's going to do banking on big brands and celebs for the web yeah i should go to that one that's saturday let's plan to attend that uh yeah so so this is kind of it's cool yeah i like this lanyard la lanyard without it. the second day
2: yeah, it's. Yeah. I, I feel like there's just so many new sites and services launching all the time that I have such a short attention span. So in like 30 seconds, I need to be able to understand what to do or I leave, and I know right. that's terrible. But uh, you know, I did that with Convoy. It was super easy to sign up. Same thing with Lanyard. Just uh, very intuitive off the bat.
0: Well, they're all doing the same thing now with Twitter and Facebook. The Facebook Connect or the Twitter Connect, so you don't yeah. have to create an account on any of these sites anymore. You just use to, well. I Some guess, people don't. I know. Because then they have all my Twitter information, right?
2: Yes, that's true. And in fact, I just invited someone to uh, sign up for Beluga and uh, he didn't want to sign up because he didn't want to sign in with his Facebook information and those credentials, which I, I totally understand. I mean, everybody has their own. I don't know,
0: though. I mean, is it bad? I don't know. It
2: doesn't if, bother me, but, you know, teach their own, right?
0: I'm going to give a being giving a lecture on Thursday for uh, my kids' high school that we're inviting high school kids and parents to on grooming your e-parents. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, this is something you talk about. But, but yeah. kids... Uh, of course, kids know, I think they intuitively kind of know when you post something on the internet, you're posting it for the world to see. I think they know that. But I want to underscore that. And at the that this stuff lives on regardless of whether you think it's private or not. And it could be appearing at any time, you yeah. know, when you're looking for, trying to get a college or trying to get a job or just trying to have a, you know, get married. All of this stuff may surface again. But then oh, yeah. I want to talk about what you can do proactively. Uh, to groom your appearance and that means really mostly participate on the net because uh, the stuff that you do with your website and, and so forth is the stuff that people are going to find if they google you so so make sure that you control your image
2: yeah you're exactly right i mean uh i i think right now uh have you ever seen that site your open book maybe we talked about that on the show before tell me about it's- that it's. I think it's youropenbook.net or .org. And you may want to show it to them, Leo, if you have an internet connection. Um, it allows you to search any term like, I hate my boss or I hate school or I hate my mom. And uh, you can see uh, who has posted publicly uh, anything, including those search terms. And I've showed this to kids before, teenagers, and they're just blown away. Like, oh my gosh, it's that easy for people to access my information. Right. And like every second someone posts about hating know someone right, right. <laughs> and a list of stupid this is very
0: valuable very valuable mm-hmm. hey it reminds me as I scan through it thank you for setting us up with Dana Brunetti on twit on Sunday
1: <laughs> that da- was
0: so da- Dana wanted to get on twit because he was in his tuxedo and I guess he looked so sharp he wanted to get on twit because he was about to leave for the Oscars yeah. and uh, so he messaged you saying tell Leo I want to be on so we called him and we had him on the show, and it was great.
2: So fun, you know. Leo, the funny part of th- that story is he was messaging me back and forth, and finally he got on. And I was actually walking home, so I wasn't near a computer. So I called Chris, and I was like, "Put Twit on." <laughs> so he put it on speakerphone, and so I listened to oh, the whole interview on my phone when I was walking that's first. Uh, to my house. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I know, the first. Who listens to Twit on their cell phone? But I did. And, um, yeah, I, I know he w- he's such a fan of you and the whole network. So oh, he was. So I think nice. he was just at home, excited, and you know, his girlfriend was probably getting ready and really she busy. Looked and so I, up on. I know. She looks so sharp sweet.
0: Too. Who is she? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know her.
2: Johanna. She, she is. Um, she works as a costume designer oh, on movies. And okay. they have been together for like 12, 14 oh, years. A really long time. And I sweet. met her in L.A. in the fall. And um, she's just a wonderful, fun, fun person. And she has a really great blog as well where she talks about fashion. For
0: people who don't know, uh, Dana Brunetti produced The Social Network, the Facebook mm. movie. And uh, was kind of stiffed, unfortunately. I think they won for... Um, Best or, uh, adapted screenplay, rightly so. Aaron Sorkin yep. won, and I think they won a uh, technical award, editing or mixing or something. But... They
2: won three out of eight, I think, yeah. but none um, of the
0: biggies. Which I, uh, I think everybody, when that movie came out, everybody was saying best picture. Best picture. And they did get nominated. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and you know what? I loved it, but I also loved the King's Speech too. So um, I was Me happy too. to see Me you know too. the King's Speech
0: do well. That was and, a tough um, field.
2: All of the ten
0: nominated pictures were
2: very, very. Oh, good. I know they were really, really good. Cool. So, um, well, I'm glad he made it on the show. He, he he was
0: just the sweetest. So if you talk to him, just say thank you, Dana. Yes, I feel like we got this great scoop. Somebody about to go. I said, "You have good seats." He said, "Row F." Oh, okay, that's pretty good.
2: That's awesome. <laughs> he, and he was he was he was tweeting from the event and posting yeah lots of photos it was, yeah, was great right.
0: i asked him are you gonna do that he said if i don't get thrown out i will <laughs> and uh you know he was sitting with what uh who was it called them the nervous people with all the uh <laughs> all the nominees so that's pretty cool that's really yeah, cool I, I that's was really fun. really proud of our boy dana
2: i know that's how i feel it's yeah, a
0: really done, great well, thing done, done um, good speaking of facebook yes tell me uh, this is weird
2: This is really weird. I just stumbled across this headline and I thought since we talk about Facebook often and we mention privacy, that uh, it was interesting to see that Facebook has rewritten its privacy policy. Um, So I guess it's a it's sort of a first go at this um i love the headline from mashable where they sort of talk about them rewriting it in in what they call a human voice (laughs) because leo as we know it's it's such a it's been terrible to go into the privacy policy content and try to navigate through there it's not written Um, by
0: humans it's written by lawyers
2: it's written by lawyers. It's always really hard to find out how your data is being shared and and how to make things private versus public. And if I'm looking at it right at Facebook.com/slash/about/slash/privacy, this I think this is um, the sort of new version. They sort of mention it at the top that this is that uh, we're trying to make it a simpler, more interactive um, way to share our privacy policy. And it is better. I mean, they you know your information and how it's used is one of the headlines. Um, how advertising works. So it's finally, it is a human voice. It is it's much, a, much clearer. A <laughs> yeah.
0: It is much, much clearer. Um, <laughs> it's about
2: time, really. <laughs> yeah, you
0: know, you wouldn't think it'd be that hard to write it like uh, a human was writing. I know, it, but
2: we're all in shock because it is a human. You know, yeah. what, I'm like, what is the catch here? Is this a, a joke or something? Um, but uh, it is a real thing, and. Um, I think it It, will help people a lot who want to dig through. They
0: probably spent millions of dollars on writers who could write in, you know, plain English. (laughs) Technical writers need not apply.
2: Yeah, I'm it's sure that I'm sure this was a really big project. You know, sure. I laugh because I think that every couple of days Facebook is rolling out some brand new feature. You know, they've just overhauled their comments, and uh, and uh, you know, there's always news about uh, uh, new uh, technology in that social network. And then it's taken them this long to actually write the English language in a human <sighs> voice. <laughs> uh,
0: uh. Frustrating. Hey, before uh. we talk about Hipmunk. And get Leia Culver, Culver on and talk about uh, Convor. I'd like to mention just briefly, audible.com. I haven't talked about them in ages. I love audible.com. I just, you know, I saw Eat, Pray, Love on the plane.
2: And I said, oh, yeah, Boy, yeah. why
0: did I not read this book? This was I enjoyed the movie. The book's even better.
2: Mm-hmm. And what's
0: great is Elizabeth Gilbert, the woman who wrote the book, narrates it and does such a good job audible, oh that's neat it's unusual sometimes having an author read it is not the best idea but in this case it works really well when i went on my uh, my vacation you better believe i loaded up on audible books audible are is just kind of the ultimate bookstore uh for people who like to listen now you know most of us Just don't have time to read much anymore. But there are plenty of times when we're stuck in the car, on a commute, or at the gym where if we had a book, we could read. If we could hold a book, we could read. Well, audible.com is the place to go to find 75,000 titles in all the best categories, all the best sellers. You can go back and read the books that inspired the Academy Awards, Accidental Billionaires by Ben Mesrick, that inspired the Social Network, the book that inspired 127 Hours. Um, oh, which the name escapes me right now, but uh, just a great, really dramatic book written by the guy. Uh, there's so much good stuff here. I just want you to go to audible.com. Take a look. Look, there's a new one from Seth Godin. I know you love his marketing oh, yeah. stuff called Poke the Box.
2: Ooh,
0: Yeah. Um, he's, just, he's just fascinating. He's mm-hmm.
2: just fascinating. And he's a great speaker too. I've heard yeah. him speak before. It's so wonderful.
0: He narrates this. Now, you could buy this book. You just go to audible.com, buy it for 10 bucks, but... The way I do it is with a subscription. I get uh, I, I get uh, a book. Uh, actually, I get two books a month. That's the Platinum Plan. Or you can get the Gold Plan, which is a book a month. Why don't you start with the Gold Plan? And what's neat about the Gold Plan is the first month is absolutely free. So effectively, we're going to give you a book for free. Go to audible.com slash night. Sign up for the Gold account. First month is free. First book is free. And uh, the hardest part is going to be figuring out what it, what book you want to read.
2: I know. And you know what, Leo? I'm actually, I just logged into my account right now if I seem distracted because I am just about to download um, the uh, Keith Richards book because oh, I know that I loved you've been it. raving about it. Loved and it. I, was, I didn't realize that Johnny Depp narrated it and I just adore him. Oh, he's, he's the best the part. Narrators. There are
0: actually three narrators. Uh, Joe Hurley does the middle part. So Johnny Depp starts and he's great. Then Joe Hurley comes on and he's actually doing a Keith Richards imitation, which at first is a little kind of weird, but it's, but you you get into it. And then Johnny comes back and then, I don't know, is this a spoiler? But at the very end he he goes, and now to finish the book, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Keith Richards. And and Keith reads the last few chapters. I think that
2: will get people to download it.
0: (laughs) I tell you, this is, I mean, I, it's just a great book. But uh, yeah, very good audiobook. So uh, yeah, we can make that our recommendation. Why not? It's a good, you know, twenty three hours and eight minutes. So you're going to get a lot for your for your money's worth, so to speak. I'm going
2: to Australia next month, Leo. So that's why I'm downloading yes, it. Yes, this good
0: will get Monday. you there. Then you have to get another book to get back. <laughs> Audible.com/slash/night. <much>. The first one's free, kids. But you're gonna love this wonderful resource. I tell you, I am now. I I read, and that's just what's what's so great about Audible. And life, you're going to love it. Oh, it's such a good book. I'm excited. So what is a hip monk? I like the name. It sounds like uh, a beer.
2: I think that I first saw this. Uh, Kevin Rose had tweeted about it. And I always, you know, sort of pay attention if he tweets about some new service that he's using. And um, it's launched as a place to uh, basically manage your flight. So for airlines, but they have just added hotel search to their flight service. Uh, a really simple uh, tool to use to be able to manage all of your travel. So um, I think it seems like it's kind of one of those travel sites to watch um, because it has been getting a little bit of buzz, especially in the social media world lately.
0: Let me see if I can get a flight for you to Austin to join us. Mm -hmm. Now, so it's kind of like Kayak or Expedia, but does it have all the airlines or... or
2: Yeah, I think it has all the airlines as well. And you can, you know, choose if you have a preferred airline. For example, I fly Air Canada a lot, although I don't think they fly direct to Austin.
0: Now, look at this. This is kind of the best display I've ever seen where it shows you on a grid. Mm -hmm. So, you know, immediately, like if I want afternoon flights or morning flights, you could see the price. You could sort by price, sort by agony. (laughs) Agony is a combination of price, duration and number of stops. And there's an iPhone app as well for this. That uh, Eileen is showing me. So this is this is pretty cool.
2: The Sh- display is really neat. The way it's almost like a calendar.
0: Oh, and they have this on the iPhone. It's exactly the same. Where uh, you get the you get the uh, the grid, but you can you can stretch it out or zoom in or zoom out. Mm-hmm. It uses pinch. That's neat. And I love agony sorting. I know. Sort by agony. I know.
2: It's just a, I mean, it's a better way, I think, to view your information because I know I travel a ton, and almost every week I'm, you know, my agency sending me flights that I can choose from, and it's this long email, and I, just, it's such a hassle to read through it. But if it was something like this, where I could see, you know, the actual hours in the day, and then the price and, range, and, and it's really easy to see
0: the uh, airline because they all have different colors. Wow, this is hmm. neat. That's a, you know what? This is just taking a category that is crowded between Expedia and Travelocity and Kayak and all the others, orbits and making it different and neat and cool.
2: Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, it's like a, a new version of Very it. So they've just 2.0. added hotel search as well. And one thing I've read that people do like about the hotel search is that you can also search for vacation homes. So it's, you know, more than just your standard hotels. So uh, that seems to be an appealing feature as well.
0: That's really cool. H i p m u n k monk. I don't Monk. even know what that means. Oh, I, oh, it's chi- it's chipmunk without the c.
2: Yeah. Chipmunk. I got it. I'm kind of slow. <laughs> it's okay, Leo.
0: It. I finally got it. <laughs> Let's get Leia Culver on the line. Leia, of course, uh, we remember from talking to her before, she was the creator of Pounce and uh a serial entrepreneur has a new site called Convor, which is very timely. She's right there with the With the hip stuff. Hey, Leia. Great to see you. Welcome to Net at Night.
2: Hi. Thanks for having me. Oh, of course. Thanks for coming on the show. I think it's been, I think you were on the show before, perhaps. At some point. Yes, yes. You remember so. it. Yes. <laughs> at least, so, at least <laughs> someone remembers, us. Leo. We don't remember, but
0: you remember. And that's what
2: counts. <laughs> it's, it's not us. Uh, so tell us a little bit uh, about convor And I know that you just started um, a conversation that people can join now in the uh, Twit section um, about being on the show. Or about this particular show episode, I should say.
1: Yeah. Um, so anybody can go check it out at convorcom slash Twit and chat with us, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Um, but the basic idea behind it is a way for groups to communicate with each other in real time on the web, um, and it's it's been really fun. It's very chatty, and things are a little bit organized into topics, so it kind of keeps things on track.
0: So I'm gonna I'm gonna try this right now. So net at night episode 191 is that the one I should go into?
2: Yes. Okay. I think yes. <laughs> yeah, that's the
0: that's the current episode. So this is you have to be in the Twit group, and then these are sub discussions uh, underneath it. This is cool. I want to use this more. This is like our chat room, only it's kind of... And now, how do you do this? Is, is it uh, web-only? There, are there apps?
1: Right now, it's web-only, um, but there is an API, and we're hoping on adding more apps in the future.
0: It's written in Django, isn't it?
1: <laughs> you got me there. Yeah.
0: Ah, she's a Django fan. I knew it.
2: Yeah, yeah, we love Python. here. Yeah, so.
0: who doesn't love Python? This is cool.
2: What do you think it is about uh, group messaging that has so many people excited because it it just seems like it's a space that's on fire right now? Yeah,
1: you know what's crazy is I've been interested in this space for about two or three years now, Um, and just now it's really taking off. And I think it's because um, the model of everyone fitting into the same type of group of the, the basic category of friend doesn't really work. I mean, in our real life, we separate our relationships with people into, is this a business relationship? Is this a friendship? Is this person my doctor? Um, Those type of things. So being able to sort of, you know, filter your um, messages and conversation based on people is actually really important.
0: How is it different from just a chat room?
1: So it's a lot like a chat room. I see you Um, can do things
0: like star, (laughs) you can star messages though, and you can reply to messages.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of different interaction you can do. That's, that's kind of fun to play with. You can also post um, if you link to an image, the image will also show up in line, which is kind of cool. So,
2: so Yeah, I, it's I, definitely, uh, I noticed right off the bat, it's uh, just uh, easy to use, easy to join groups, to you create your own uh, conversation. And um, it is kind of a crowded space right now, you know, um, just reading a lot about the other uh, competitors out there. How do you think you guys sort of have an edge
1: Um, Well, we're a little bit different in that the concept is kind of to be sort of so chat chat rooms have been around for a while. Right. But we sort of see this as like chat rooms, the next generation. So really brought um, into like Web 2.0 kind of style. Like you can sign in with Twitter and Facebook. It's really easy to get started um, and that sort of thing.
2: Hmm. Yeah. It's. I, I signed up for Beluga and Convor at the same time, and it just with Beluga, I sort of had to figure out how to navigate around uh, the site a little bit. Um, and I'm just freaked out right now because I guess Beluga asked for my cell phone number, and I wasn't really Uh-oh. paying attention. I put it in, and now I, I just got a text from well, someone I sort of know, but um, that now also they have your me... number. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's okay. He's. I kind of have met him before, so it's all it's all good. But it just seems like there's a few things that you know were kind of missed along the way. However, um, they just got acquired by facebook which i'm sure you may or may
0: not know so one of the the things that uh, would you know we use now, of course i we'd never give up irc because it's so lightweight and fast but this is so much prettier there's our irc and the same people could be in here but one thing that would be absolutely critical by the way that is that the django pony i think it is one thing that's absolutely critical is that uh, we'd have some sort of moderating capability is there anything like that built into this layout
1: So if you're an admin of the group, you actually have moderating capabilities. I can delete them
0: and and ban people and that kind of thing.
1: Yes. And we're working on adding more and more functionality to make sure that, you know, you have, when you're, when you're the moderator of a group, when you're an admin, um, you have sort of a little more control over the group and you
2: can sort of make the group into what you want.
0: That's neat. I I, I think this is really cool.
2: Yeah, it's really fun. Well, how do you find people are using it uh, right now? I know, I mean, there's tons of different groups that have already been created, but um, is it kind of the tech community right now who's latched onto it?
1: I think it's been really easy for the tech community to adopt since it is similar to things like IRC. It's definitely based on IRC and we love IRC, but we wanted to sort of make it a little bit easier. Are you using using XMPP
0: (laughs) or something underneath that IRC like underneath?
1: No, we aren't. Okay. Um, which is because we have this added layer of having the topics within the groups, right?
2: Which isn't really—that's
0: not chat. That doesn't really
2: exist in XMPP yeah. and yeah. IRC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you think people will use this? You know, compared to I normally have conversations, you know, on Twitter that are in a more kind of public form. So, um, do you see this as something people may, you know, choose to use because it, it allows you to have sort of more private chats?
1: Oh, definitely. Um, I have plenty of private groups with my friends, where I would say things that I would never say on Twitter.
2: Right, so.
0: right. So it could be like a private Twitter. How much of yeah. your experience with Pounce uh, influenced uh, this? Not only in terms of how you design it, but also how you built the company, things like that.
1: Yeah, that's a really good question um, because they are in sort of a similar space, and that it's you know group communication, mm-hmm. sort of online. And what what I found when we were doing Pounce was. I took a look at sort of what types of messages were being sent. And a lot of the things that people were doing on Pounce were replying to each other. So having conversations on Pounce. And Pounce wasn't really optimized for these long conversations that people were having. Um, And so that definitely (laughs) inspired me to want to do more um, with sort of communication and and that back and forth sort of communication that I just don't think is, is as popular as it could be.
0: Right. You have Twitter-like features, mentions, so I can say, see everybody in all of my groups who have mentioned me. Um, I, I can find groups. There's group discovery. I can join groups. You can have emails sent to you when a group that you're in has updates. If you want, and I th- I think this is actually kind of a nice mix between a chat, a forum, Twitter. It's it's kind of all of the above. I like it. Now, how, did you? Is this your company, Leia, or how did this how did this get started?
1: Yes, um, I co-founded this with two guys, both named Eric. Eric Florenzano, Mm -hmm. who's a Django developer, um, and Eric McGuire, um, who's a designer. And they're both uh, from Mochi Media. Uh So they came from Mochi Media and and came and joined me. Are you in a a
0: startup club of any kind, a Y Combinator or anything like that?
1: Yes, we are actually part of this batch of Y Combinator. So winter, which goes through January through March.
0: That's exciting. (laughs) That must be fun for you. I mean, the idea we should explain for those who don't know about Y Combinator, I figured you might be since I saw a Hacker News uh, group there, is uh, Paul Graham started this as basically startup school. You you get some money, but more importantly, you get to, to learn how to do it. And uh, not that you need to. You've been through this before.
1: It's actually a very good experience for a bunch of different reasons. And a lot of them is the mentorship, but there's also really good connections you can make. Yeah. Um, really good speakers that come in and talk people that I wouldn't even normally have the opportunity of, you know, getting to see speak. So it's neat. really exciting. That's really neat. That's really well, congratulations
2: cool. Congratulations
0: yeah. on being part of that, that class. Who was it? There yeah, was some, thanks. <laughs> that's, that's like, uh, in the, in this world, that's instant validation. In fact, there's somebody, I can't remember who it was who invested in every, didn't they buy every Y Combinator? Um, Yeah,
1: yeah. Start Fund with Yuri Milner and uh, Ron Conway. Yeah, they started a fund and just said we're going to fund every single (laughs) Y Combinator company, which is a pretty bold (laughs) bet. (laughs) I
0: think it's a great bet. I bet you it's, uh, I bet you they did the math and it said, this is better than us trying to figure out who's good in the, in the space. I'm
2: pretty sure
1: they did the math. <laughs> yeah. Just do uh-huh. the
0: math. Sure. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Did, That's neat. Yeah.
2: Congratulations. What about, um, just my last question about, um, what about sort of monetizing a site like this down the road? I mean, did you see this as something people would pay for? And if so, how, what would be the reason? Would there be additional features?
1: Yeah. So we don't have, we're not charging for anything right now, but we have a couple different ideas, um, that we're probably going to try out. And they're more based around paying for upgrades to the service and particularly for businesses and large groups. Um, so uh, don't worry too much about <laughs> your private and public groups right now. So.
0: Incidentally, uh, uh, somebody said, I love this line in the in the uh, in our discussion group for this show. It's like Google wave minus the suck. Ah. Uh, and I, I, I agree in some ways it's very That's much real time and it supports SSL, which is fantastic. Well done. So it's very yeah, private, very secure. Nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's really important for some of the more private groups that, you know, you you know that your data is safe and, you know, nobody's snooping it.
0: And you can use it in an open Wi Fi access spot or, uh, or at school yeah. and not have to worry about what's going on. I think this is pretty impressive.
2: It's really slick. Yeah, yeah you guys did a r- super nice job. Yeah. Thanks so much. So let me
0: ask you some questions, Leah, kind of separate from Convor. Uh, this is, is this your second
1: startup? Yes. Pounce was my first startup. And you're, so this and is my you're, second. And you're
0: awfully young. I mean, how did you dream of this? Well, not out that of, young. <laughs> well, I mean, did you dream of this at a school that you wanted to be a, were you a, did you want to be a programmer? Did you want to be an entrepreneur? What was it? What was your, what was your vision?
1: So this sound, might sound kind of crazy, but I wanted to be an artist. And I feel like it just so happened that software, sort of really stuck with me as my, you know, way to express myself that, you know, really stuck with me, I guess. And so for me, I, I feel like creating software applications is more like, you know, an art form than necessarily.
0: I um, totally agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's art plus science. I mean, there's some science in there, but it is, but it's really, a, it's an
1: expression. Yeah, and it's really... The best thing for me is, is it's not just about personal expression, but it's about seeing how people use the site and, and use it to express themselves as well. So it's kind of this perpetuating art form. It's very interesting.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can tell that you care about the sort of design side of things because it just looks so good. Someone is asking in our uh, conversation here on Convo how many people the uh, chat can handle. I don't know if they're trying to break Convor or Leah, but oh, if,
0: <laughs> if anybody could break Convo, it's us.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> try, try your best.
0: There's oh, no- Leia!
1: Careful! Whoa! <laughs> oh. Careful! Uh, I'm actually pretty interested to see what happens. All right. So,
0: so um, we uh, currently we only have 124 people in there, but if everybody who's in our chat room, which about six or seven hundred people, goes there right now, we'll see how well you handle that. How, what's the biggest group you've had so far on there?
1: I think the the, the tech group and the hacker news
2: group are pretty big. Um, okay. thousands of users
0: but so. not all at the same time
2: not all at the same time
0: we're gonna get them all at the same time
2: twit army bomb i think they're they're coming <laughs> they're coming leah i uh you, you could, coming on mass you, oh, no. you do not
0: need an invite to do this right you can just uh, go to and and sign up right mm-hmm.
2: No invite
1: required. You can ah, sign up Facebook or Twitter okay. and get started in seconds. It's so. You just <laughs> use
0: your Facebook or Twitter account and it, boom, goes yeah, to Dynamo. Literally.
2: <laughs> you know what? I, I love the Google Wave comparison, Leo, because whoever mentioned that um, in this group is, is totally right. It felt like this feels like that's what Google Wave could have been. Um, it's, uh, But this is just so much more. Well, uh,
0: one of the things Google Wave had, Leah, was uh, kind of plug in uh, architecture so you could add apps. Do you contemplate something like that?
2: You know, that's actually
1: something we've thought about a little bit um and it's definitely an interesting idea.
0: Yeah. That's the kind of thing that really would bring you to your knees, I think. Mhm. Where did you go to school, Leah?
1: University of Minnesota?
0: And you studied computer science? Yep. Interesting. They taught you it's- they taught you well if you got if they, you know, it's interesting because I think I've been reading um a lot I just I've been watching these old Lisp lectures from MIT and uh uh they're great. They're free online and um it's the MIT beginning computer science course, and that's exactly the thing that they're trying to express. They say some people think computer programming, or programming, is about telling a computer what to do. It's not. It's a syntax for expressing ideas, for expressing out, expressing thoughts. And uh, when you start thinking of it, it's a different context. When you start thinking of it that way, it is an art, isn't it? It's an expressive. Yeah. It's an expressive art.
1: I don't think people would be so passionate about programming if it wasn't in its way sort of a really rewarding, fun thing to do. I agree with
0: you. Mm. It's neat that you've that you've got that feeling about it.
1: That's
2: great. Someone is asking for an iPad app. Any plans to have one? Oh, I just saw a very disturbing picture of Leo in that group too. So. <laughs> wow.
0: I, I think that's from Call for Help, Amber. I hate to tell you. I think that was our old show. Oh, no,
2: there could be one of me anytime yeah, too. Sorry, Leia. Yeah, yeah. So any plans oh. for an, an iPad app?
1: So nothing at the moment, um, but definitely something we'd love to do. Um, it works on an iPad right now, but, um, of course, we want to add a bunch more apps and right, things. Right. So
0: That's great. Well, that you've got job. an API, so what you're really saying is, developers, go ahead. You can. You're allowed. It's open.
1: Yeah. There's actually, just today, a couple Android apps came oh, out built on our API Um, and I don't know if I'm going to get the names of them right off, off the top of my head. Um, I think one's called conversation, Conversation. Ah, All right. (laughs) And, um, there's another one too. And maybe, maybe the Eric's can help me out by pasting the name of it in. Good.
0: Well, thank you, Leah. It's great to talk to you and congratulations on yet another out of the, did Kevin invest in this one too? No. Good. There's still room for the rest of us.
2: (laughs) Good work, and uh, this is a lot of fun. Uh, there's lots of people chatting now. So uh, question, <laughs> got question, some new fans. Question
0: for you from the chat room. A good question. Can you embed uh, uh, this into another web page? Could I put a convo conversation into my web page?
1: That's a great idea as well, and something we'll definitely think about. I yeah. mean, all these different apps and That'd things. The Eric's just reminded me the other ones called Conk. Conk. So Conk conversation Conk. are the the Android apps. But there's definitely room to sort of build those types of integrations, and we're pretty excited about it.
0: And this is pure HTML, right? This isn't Flash. This is uh, just HTML. Yeah,
1: all HTML, JavaScript,
0: yeah. CSS. Yeah, that's what I like about it. It's very clean, very fast.
2: Yeah, it is fast.
0: Yeah.
2: Love it. Thank you so much, and uh, hopefully we'll have you back on soon, and uh, either you'll be keeping up with this or, I'm sure, starting yet another no, company. I think this
0: is the one for you. This is it. This is a hit. This is out of the
2: park. I hope so. <laughs> Home run!
0: All right. Thank you, Leah. Thank you. you. Boy, that's great. That's really cool. Leah Culver and Convor, C-O-N-V-O-R dot com. We've got our site of the night coming up in just a little bit in our video of the week. Don't go away. Before we do that, though, I would like to mention Squarespace.com. Of course. Squarespace is the place for you to make your own website. Uh, One of the things Amber talks about, I'm going to talk about when I talk to these kids about controlling their presence on the net you gotta have a website if you don't ooh, it's bonging
2: oh me. that's your ding you gotta mute it <laughs> Mute <laughs> I'm, I'm, the convor. I'm, getting a ding.
0: I'm getting a ding from convor if you don't have a website you don't control your presence on the net fortunately it couldn't be easier go to squarespace.com slash night and try it for free click that big green button look what they need nothing not a credit card no personal information just the name of your site a password an email address which will only be used to give you your you know password if you forget it or account status notifications not for anything else and a captcha and now you've got a site for the next two weeks with all of the squarespace features those great design templates 60 plus designer templates that don't look like templates in fact once you choose one then you can drag and drop and change everything you can use css if you know it but you don't have to it's all completely easy to use they've got of course all the features people want including social media integration you know as soon as Convoor makes a way to do, to embed on your website you'll be able to do it using uh, javascript or css they've got Flickr widgets now they actually could use rss they've got twitter widgets there's the rss widget look at that just drag and drop check some boxes slide some sliders and you're done couldn't Love be it. easier. Couldn't be better. If you're a photographer, uh, as as your partner Chris is, it's great for, for photographers, for artists, for portfolios. There's the Totally Rad Show. has its own Squarespace site. Look at that. Don't you think you need a Squarespace site? You do. Squarespace, just try it for free right now. Squarespace.com slash night. If you decide to buy as little as $12 a month, and it's, that includes hosting... Really robust hosting, and of course the great software.
2: Be good for those kids you're talking to, Leo. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Well, that's what I'm going to say. And I know you do this too. You got to have a site, and I'm going to tell them. You know, there are ways to do this that are easy, that are fast, that you really ought to consider. Because if you don't have your own site, you you do not control your destiny.
2: Oh, definitely. And there, I, I always recommend Squarespace every time I speak to a group because it's just so simple to use yeah. and so inexpensive and just allows you to customize everything and um, look like you can design even though you can't design, which is a dream for all of us. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Minus the Leia Culver. She can actually do it. <laughs>
0: Django. Makes you want to learn Django. we got 253 people in there. I don't know if we're going to be able to break it, but this is good.
2: This is It's good. still fast.
0: It's still fast. It really feels nice. I like it.
2: I know, it's nice. Uh, so, Leo, for our uh, site of the night, uh, I've been doing a lot of research. Uh, I'm working on a new show, as I mentioned uh, last week, and uh, the show is focusing on mobile technology and apps. You know, not a surprise, it's such a big world right now. But I've ha- had a really hard time when I'm searching for Android apps in terms of finding some of the best and just a directory um, to discover new applications. So, this search engine called Chomp, um, I'm loving it right now. I found it on TechCrunch uh, earlier today. And it has iPhone apps, uh, but it also has uh, a listing of Android apps. So a really great way to categorize all the different Android apps. Um, and, of course, there's an Android app for Chomp, too. <laughs> chomp. But
0: of chomp. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Yeah, this was yeah, on the uh, iOS for a long time, and now I'm mm-hmm. with just, just now on uh, Android, which is great. So you yeah, can find either one. And these are all, there's, look at Lisa Betney's, of course, is number one on the camera apps, camera plus Wow, 98% hard. So this is kind of like Rotten Tomatoes. They've got a, they got a meter too, that tells you,
2: tells you what's good, how people like um, it. This is so great. that's been handy because every time I research Android apps and I'm just kind of doing random Google searches mm-hmm. the the results aren't great. I mean, there's not a, not a lot of good, well, there's some blogs, but this is a, a I think a, a really well done directory.
0: And you can narrow it down, of course, to iOS or Android. And you can mm-hmm. narrow it down to free or paid. This is great. C-H-O-M-P. No, with Android.
2: Now with Android. So that's fun. Uh, and for our video of the week, um, this is a fun one. Speaking of auto tuning different videos, uh, obviously Libya has been in the uh, headlines recently um, and uh, a lot happening in that country. Well, a journalist from Israel has uh, auto tuned a re- recent speech from uh, the uh, Libyan leader. Um, I think he spoke last week and uh, now this auto tuned video has about 2 million views. It's kind of a, uh, it's set to Hey Baby, I guess it's a hip-hop song by a rapper <laughs> named Pitbull. Um, and this is making the rounds. I've seen it on not only, you know, mainstream news sites, but uh, all of our blogs as well.
0: Muammar Gaddafi, as you've never seen him before. Before we go to that as our farewell, <laughs> uh, let me say farewell to Amber MacArthur. She is online at ambermac.com. Her Twitter handle is Amber Mac. And you can watch her on WebNation on CP24. And of course, her great podcast, TV. Great to talk to you, Amber.
2: You too, Leo. Next week, we have Guy Kawasaki.
0: What? Really?
2: Yes. Yeah. He's coming on next Tuesday. Oh, his
0: book comes out. In fact, yeah. that's exciting. Uh, great. Is he going to be out here or we're going to have to Skype him, I guess? He's, he's going to so be busy.
2: in Toronto, Leo. Oh, that's enough.
0: funny. I, Maybe I go over to your house.
2: I told him, I said, you have to tell me what your Wi-Fi is like at the hotel and not Wi-Fi. Hopefully, yeah, you're yeah. connection because you might not be able to do it there. <laughs> come on
0: over. Ladies we'll and we'll gentlemen. See. We'll see. Yeah. We wind up the show and get ready for TNT with this word from Muammar Gaddafi. Good
2: night,
1: Amber. Hi, Leo.